0: Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host, Martin. The podcasts are back. Well, they've been back a little while, haven't they? But the thing is, this is the first one I've recorded since I sent out the email about whether people wanted the podcast to carry on. And as ever, I was blown away with the positive feedback. Um, So many of you really enjoying the podcast and getting so much from them. Um, And that's good. It's good to know that. And uh, it just means that we can keep making them and keep making good ones because what re- what really good thing came out of that email? That's really badly worded, wasn't it? One really good thing that came out of that email was I actually got a few suggestions for future podcasts. Now, guys, you've always got this ability to do this. Please email me or message me on the forum or whatever and let me know what topics you want covered. If you let me know the topics, the chances are I will do that. Because not many of you guys suggest topics to me. Um, I think a p- part of the reason is a lot of you think I get probably bombarded with ideas for these things. But that's not the case. Um, but also I know that obviously you guys like to just listen and see what I come up with. Which is obviously what most of um, the podcasts are. But it is still really good for you guys to give your topics and opinions. Because... There might be stuff I miss or stuff I don't think about or just stuff that's second nature to me that I don't think to say, Okay, they need to be informed about this. And three of these things, well, two of these things at least actually are um, that I'm going to talk about in the next three podcasts. But I'm going to start with the first topic today, which is strategies that conflict. Okay, so let's say you've got multiple strategies, you've tested them, they're profitable and you're now trading them. But you find that sometimes selections conflict. So you've got an over 2.5 goals strategy that suggests this week you should back over 2.5 goals in Manchester United versus Liverpool. But on the reverse side of that, you've got an under 2.5 goals strategy that's been doing well that suggests backing under 2.5 goals on Manchester and Liverpool as well, Manchester United and Liverpool as well. So you've got a conflict of interest there. What do you do in that situation? Well, I think the first thing you've got to think about is, you know, are both of these strategies profitable? Now I've suggested that in this scenario, they are, and it is possible that profitable strategies will show opposite selections now and then, because one match does not make a strategy profitable. So we know that one of these strategies is going to lose this trade. It can't be both over 2.5 and under 2.5. But we also know that both of these strategies are profitable. Now, if one of the strategies wasn't profitable and the other one was, then just go with the hot hand. Go with the strategy that's profitable when you're making a decision. But in this case, where you've got a situation where both strategies are profitable, then the sensible thing is just to not trade the match because essentially what's going to happen is it's going to cancel itself out so when i get a scenario like this where it's a direct conflict i will usually just cancel it out if both strategies are good ones because you know i'm not trying to make these strategies compete against each other what i want is multiple strategies in a portfolio for trading that I can go, well, I've got five to 10 profitable strategies. These are the ones I follow. And therefore this is how I'm going to follow them in this scenario. You know, try and think of it as your strategies are cooperating together. They're working together. You know, it's like, you're not, it's not a competitive game. We're playing here. We're not pitting one strategy against another. They're cooperating together in your portfolio. You know, they're, they're part of your investment portfolio. And the idea is that they cooperate together and they both make money in their own way. And that's how you make a bigger profit in the long run. And also how you reduce risk and variance, because you're putting money into multiple profitable strategies rather than just, you know, ride or die on one strategy. So that's kind of how I deal with that that particular conflict however there's another conflict that comes up that actually for me comes up a lot of the time and that is when a strategy or strategies are suggesting to trade the same match but trading different markets and not opposite sides of markets but more things like I'll have an over one point5 goal strategy that says I should back over one point5 and I've got an over two point five that says the same thing over three point five says the same thing over four point five says the same thing all on the same match and suddenly I've got one match where I've got four selections on the same game those selections don't conflict against each other I could place four or all four bets and win all four bets But the problem isn't so much that. The problem is liability. Okay, so this is this is kind of why I talk a lot about my bankroll in terms of how many bets have I got behind me? You know, if I'm using 2% per bet or trade, then realistically, assuming I'm letting it run most of the time, I've got 50 bets in my 100% bankroll. You know, if my if I'm using two percent of a hundred percent bankroll, I've got fifty bets or fifty big bets if you want to call it that, whatever you want to call it, that's what you've got. Now, in the situation I'm talking about here where you've got four bets on one game, let's say you're just going two percent on each one, you've now got eight percent of your bankroll laid out on one match. Let's say you're a more aggressive trader. I know there's plenty of you out there who bet say five percent. Well you could have 20% of your bankroll on one match, which is which in my opinion is way too high. So that's what I'll say straight off the bat. 8% is too high on one match, 20% is miles too high. Realistically, I like that's why I like serious depth, especially if I'm letting something run, where I will probably use between half a percent. I would recommend using between half a percent to a percent of your bankroll if you're letting something run and the thing is that means you've got between 200 and 100 bets now in this scenario you would either have four percent of your bankroll if you were using one percent stakes or only two percent of your bankroll if you're using 0.5 and the the 0.5 is probably what I would personally recommend. Because there's a massive difference, isn't there, between using 2% of your bankroll on one match, which is actually reasonable, or using 20%. Yeah. So that's how I do it. I just play with a deeper amount of big bets. It's not necessarily having a deeper bankroll. You could do what I'm doing with a £200 bankroll, right? So it's not about the amount in your bankroll. It's all about the percentages remember we're trying to spread risk and minimize risk as much as possible if you're using stakes that are too high for your bankroll you're actually making it more risky than it needs to be now if you're having multiple bets on the same game you're going to get the same situation and that's how I'd resolve it that's how I'd resolve that issue now you might say to me well Martin what if I don't want to you know, put four bets on the same game. I don't want to have that sort of risk on one match. Then I'd say it's a difficult one because in theory, statistically, you should go with it. You should go with the bets because you your strategies and this, you know, in all these scenarios, we're assuming you've tested your strategies and they're profitable. If you've got profitable tested strategies, you shouldn't fear backing the outcomes of each strategy And so you shouldn't worry too much in this scenario. Now, if you're using a deeper bankroll, I think it's quite easy not to worry too much. Sure, if the games are dud, you're going to lose 2% of your bankroll. But the reality is that that could have been done on four separate games and you could have still lost the same amount, obviously. So this is the thing, right? But let's say you are really uncomfortable with that idea. Well, one thing you can do is pick your favorite strategy i'm not a big fan of this because like i say it doesn't spread your risk or liability around too much it's a bit more of a ride or die approach but maybe you've got one strategy you love the most or that's done the best for you and you that's the one you trust in the most that would be the one i'd go to bat with and go okay i'm going to put my usual stake on but i'm only going to do it on this one strategy the other three are cast aside. I don't love this from a mathematical perspective. It, it doesn't really make any sense. Um, but I think psychologically some people would feel better about just having one bet. And, you know, I mean, think about it. If, if, if the game is a dud, you will lose four bets. You know, effectively, you've just lost four bets in a row. Now, for someone like me, who's an experienced pro trader, the thought of that doesn't bother me in the slightest, Right. But for you, it might be a different story. You know, I know a lot of you guys out there are new to trading and still trying to get your head around the mentality of it. So four bets in a row may feel like a horrific thing to have happen. Reality is, again, like if you're 200 big bets deep, losing four of them still leaves you with 196, 196 big bets. So it's not a big deal. But It's easier easier to say that to someone than it is to actually, you know, feel that and act that out. And, you know, like I said, I don't want to overlook that and think, well, because I'm a pro trader and I fully understand the risk and the variance factors involved. And I actually enjoy investing my money in trading because I know it makes money in the long run, regardless of whether I have a bad run one day or whether I just have some really bad variance for a while. That's easy for me to say through my experience. But it's not so easy for me to get you to feel and think that way. That does take time. That is a process. Um, So, yeah, that's one of the options is to just go, okay. I'll only do one. The other option is just to ignore the game entirely. Now, again, I don't like this from a mathematical perspective, but if you're one of these people who will just get wound up, if you pick one market, And it loses, but the other three win. I mean, let's say you pick the over 4.5 goals market in this scenario. You could have had bets on 3.5, 2.5 and 1.5 goals, but you've decided, no, I only want to do one and I'm going to go for over 4.5 goals. The game finishes 2-2. You're probably going to feel pretty sick, right? Because you've just let three bets go and the one you did back has lost. So in this scenario, I think psychologically... Um, I'd almost prefer to leave the game alone than just place one of the four bets. Personally, I'd almost prefer that because then you're not trying to second guess yourself. But I would say just be deep enough with your bankroll and have the ability to place all of those bets. You know, when you get strategies that conflict, that can be the best option. Now, Let's say you're trading horse racing. I know I'm always, nearly always coming at it from perspective of football when I talk on here, um, but let's look at horse racing because find, this is the final thing I'm going to discuss here. There's a lot of strategy conflicts in horse racing and the conflict, is, the conflict is simply this. You will get a lot of races in a lot of your strategies where there's multiple horses that meet your criteria. Let's say it's a lay strategy, you might get three or four horses you're supposed to lay. Let's say it's a back strategy, you might get three or four horses you're supposed to back. What do you do in this situation? Because this isn't just simply, oh, well, you can back over 2.5, 3.5, 4.5. No, this is the same market. Who's going to win the race in the horse racing? Obviously, if you back four horses, you're limiting the amount you can win. Because you're going to lose three of those bets. The one you win will probably, you know, make you enough money. And again, if all the horses aren't above, you know, what 4.0 in this scenario, then it's going to be an absolute waste of money anyway. Because you might get a horse that wins and break even or lose money if you've got more selections than that. So that's a scenario where, again, odds will come into play. If you're backing four horses in a race, you probably want the odds to be pretty high on each of them. The same with three. When there's two, it doesn't have to be so high. um, But you're probably going to want the odds to be above 3.0. Well, definitely above 3.0 on both, I'd imagine, in that scenario. Um, My general feeling is that if the race has more than two to qualify, I just ignore it. I ran some tests with this and it seemed to work better on my strategies. Now, the beauty of the horse racing software is that we can actually test this principle. So we don't have to try and second guess ourselves. We can actually work it out. All you have to do is run your strategy with no limit of horses in the race. See what the result is. Then run your strategy with limiting it to only one qualifier per race and seeing what the results are. Which strategy has the better return of interest? Which strategy made the most money? Which strategy would work the best? Well, the results will tell you. When you run the back test, you will get the results and it will tell you. I mean, the 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 software is just a godsend, isn't it? Because of things like this, where I'm not having to second guess myself. Well, should I do more than one horse in this race? Well, let's find out. Type, 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 enter, bash, bish, bash, bosh, result. I found out the answer. And it's not an answer I need to debate with myself or philosophically think about. It's a statistical answer that will be given to me instantly. Absolutely love it. It's actually a big problem that's been solved, um, you know, in horse racing. that has been a problem for many years and it's finally been solved. Anyway, guys, hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you do get any strategy conflicts you're not sure about, I think I've covered most of them. But if you get any that you're not sure about, just message me and I'll help you. I hope you have a great week. And most importantly, I hope you make some money trading on Betfair.